0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into your Locked on Browns podcast. I'm your host, Jared Mueller. Thank you for stopping by and welcome in as we talk all things Cleveland Brown. And as you are confused right now, let me introduce myself one more time. I am your former Locked on Browns host and the original Jared Mueller, but I am here today to talk about my guy, Jeff Lloyd, and to congratulate him on taking Locked on Browns for its 1,000th episode, 1,000 episodes, Jeff, it's amazing to see what you have done with the podcast, the community you have brought together, the insight you have brought to the team, and all of the love and information that people get from the Lockdown Browns with you at its helm, and I am proud. To have turned over something that was in its infancy when you had it, and now on its thousands episode, it is a full-grown man of a podcast. At some point, maybe you'll get there as well, buddy. Love you all. All love to the Lockdown Brown Nation. Appreciate all of you, uh, but you should appreciate Jeff and make sure you give him his flowers, give him his cheers for all that he has done for you. One thousand episodes, buddy. We got a 1,000 more ahead of us as we continue to love our Cleveland Browns. Congratulations again, man. Hello, everybody,
1: and welcome as the initial host of Locked On Browns, Mr. Jared Mueller said, the 1,000th episode of Locked On Browns. Today's episode is brought to you by the Peacock and Williamson Show. Brian and Matt, fantastic friends. They do a fantastic job. Make sure you check them out. iTunes, Spotify, Odyssey, or wherever you subscribe for your podcasts. It's been a thousand episodes now. I guess for me, I think Jared maybe did about the first 30 or so. So that puts me in for about 970 episodes. It's uh, crazy to think. uh, It's been an incredible run. We're going to cover this a couple different ways. Uh, we're going to start this with some thank you to a lot of people who certainly deserve it. Uh, we're going to get to a segment talking about where this franchise was. Um, and then maybe this third segment, we're going to go with where this franchise is and where this franchise is going in the years to come. First things first, uh, to my amazing wife, Anne Marie, um, understanding that this is something I've always enjoyed, something that I, I needed to to do. Um, I've been a sports junkie my entire life. Um, My wife, not so much. Uh, My two amazing daughters, Avery and Hope, certainly not so much. Um, It's a release for me. It's always been, sports has always been something I've enjoyed, Um, been passionate about it. It, it's, It's never gone away since probably I was about 10 years old, watching the game, analyzing the game, learning more about the game, talking about it, talking about sports, Um, It was, you know, when I was younger, it was everything. It was football. It was baseball. It was basketball. As I got older um, and grew more into an athlete myself, it certainly was, you know, more football, more baseball. Um, To say, you know, right now I like to sit down and spend an hour of my day talking about the Cleveland Browns is something if you had told 10-year-old Jeff, he probably would have (laughs) wondered what in the world you were talking about. But uh, for now, probably one of the better parts of my day in the day out routine. Mr. David Locke. Uh, David, and we'll get to a little bit more on this in the second segment. I just want to thank you for this an amazing opportunity for uh, all that you've done for not, obviously not just myself, but uh, everybody else through um, every other sports network. Uh, obviously all the college shows. Um, I remember about a year ago at this time, you sent out an email to all your hosts saying how you were talking about how this company was going to grow exponentially and actually saying to us, I know it sounds a little nuts right now that I'm saying this to you during a you know global pandemic. Uh, but then about September rolled around and this network, true to your word, exponentially grew, creating bigger and more opportunities for every one of your hosts. And I just again, to David, and we'll get a little bit more into this. I just want to thank you for this amazing Opportunity. uh, I could not be more grateful. Uh, Ross Jackson. Ross Jackson has been our NFL coordinator uh, for about a little bit over a year now. Uh, He is fantastic. He is receptive, he was always there, whether it's a question. And a complaint sometimes, Ross, and I do thank you for that. Uh, an idea, uh, a sounding board, uh, just someone who's always there. Um, I don't think we could have chosen a better opportunity, a better person for this opportunity uh, than Ross. And Ross, you've just absolutely slayed it. And I know I can speak for every single one of us here on the NFL side of things. That absolutely feels the same way. And you're greatly appreciated. Um, if we don't say it enough, we should say it some more. But uh, Ross, thank you very much. To Pete Smith, Uh, when I started in September of 2017, put some shows under our belt. And Pete and I have a bunch of mutual friends. And Pete and I didn't really know each other that well at the time. A good friend, uh, James Coburn, you know, I had had him on an episode and he said, hey, Pete Smith, I think you and him would make great shows. Pete obviously was a Browns-centric guy, a draft-centric guy. Uh, I was was always a draft-centric guy, becoming a Browns-centric guy. Uh, we mixed. We clicked. Uh, Pete's probably had it done anywhere between 650 to 700 of these episodes with me. Uh, he's been a friend. Uh, he's been there. So from you, know, as everyone knows, I've always been open about my personal life on this show, uh, whether it was the passing of my older brother unexpectedly in 2018 uh, or losing my father in early of September 2019. You know, Pete's been a rock for me. He's been somebody I could lean on as a friend We have a fantastic relationship. Uh, Definitely, there's some big brother, little brother, uh, busting of each other's chops in between. Uh, I think it's amazing that uh, the two of us have been able to grow together. uh, Just you know, watch each other, you know, become more and more successful in this content business. Uh, One day, Pete, and I said this on the 999th episode. One day, we'll sit down, Pete. We'll break some bread. I'll have to do that McDonald's challenge. I will make you shove ham down your throat uh, to the point maybe where you uh, suffer a salt explosion. Uh, John Costco, obviously uh, using the uh, PFF tool for a weekly show uh, for, you know, game analysis as part of the in-season routine and another great relationship I've developed with John. And John's obviously, you know, a little bit similar to me, you know, married man, has a family. Uh, we've got, constantly got to adjust schedules uh, so we can make a show happen. Uh, it, it's always great talking ball with John a uh, former player like myself at the collegiate level, although John a little bit higher. Um, I think John is the great, greatest mix of analysts from PFF and also somebody that just understands the game from a former player's perspective and gives great analysis and great conversations. Always a pleasure. Uh, the guys at the OBR, uh, Stephen Thomas, again, uh, Steve, uh, if I say Pete's kind of become like my little brother, I think Stephen Thomas in a lot of ways become my older brother. Uh, a lot of conversations that don't revolve anything around the Browns, or the NFL draft, or just football, even in general. Just a lot of conversations about life, uh, being a husband, being a father, looking out for each other when uh, somebody's going through a downtime, or being excited for each other when they're going through a good time. I uh, appreciate you, Stephen, uh, Jake Burns. You know we started this at about the same time. Uh, it's amazing to see the growth that you've had exponentially. Uh, I wish you nothing but continued success and you know, watched you become a married man, a father. Uh, again, all the best to you. Uh, obviously, Kelby, young Porter, all the best. Uh, the other gentleman over at the OBR, Jared, uh, obviously, you know, we've always been close. I wanted to make sure it was okay with you when I took this gig over. I wanted to make sure you left on good terms, and it wasn't an issue where I was maybe coming in, stepping on your toes. You said take the ball and run with it, and I hope I didn't disappoint you, and I think I did. Uh, I think I did not disappoint you in that aspect. Uh, Lane Atkins, who's kind of like, I'd say everybody's go-to here. Um, he's been you know around Browns and Browns chatter forever. Uh, Always willing to lend an ear, always willing to, you know, maybe drop something as long as nobody gives it away. Uh, But Elaine's always been nice to give some information here that maybe wasn't always attainable for all of us. Uh, Great man, Mr. Lane Atkins. Uh, There's some others we're going to thank. We're going to get to that in due time. I'm going to miss some people during this episode, and I feel terrible for that. Uh, But we're going to get to some further things here as far as where this team was, this franchise was, when I took this gig on September 22nd of 2017, the first episode that I did. Um, All that and more coming on the latest Locked On Browns. Hey, Cleveland Browns fans, listen up. Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. To get your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T, text draft to 231 231. This unique man boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus, text now, and they'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back in shape. Absolutely free. Text DRAFT to 231-231. That's DRAFT to 231-231. Message and data rates may apply. Nugenics Total T is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And like the ad says... She'll like it too. If you're over 40, don't let age get in the way. Get your edge back with Nugenix. There's a reason Nugenix has been the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC for years. It works. A thousand episodes. Look at this. Jeff Mark Sessler from NFL
0: Network. I just wanted to say congratulations for all the work that
1: you've put in. Um, diligent, tireless. Uh, incredible analysis! Um, I love everything that you offer from the draft, every transaction, every game. Um, and it's been a pleasure to to join you, especially this past season, one of the most special Browns campaigns of our life. And I, you know, I, I look at like what happened over those thousand episodes, and some of our early talks about a team in total wreckage, and just to see. Uh, where they are now, uh, it's kind of incredible. It's a little surreal for Browns fans. Um, I feel that way, and uh, just keep going. A thousand episodes. How about ten thousand? Congrats! Thank you, Mark Sesler, uh, for the very, very kind words. Um, it's pretty amazing that um, one of the <laughs> one of the top NFL podcasts uh, in the entire United States um happens to uh have one of the integral parts being such a lifelong cleveland browns fan um and for you to be uh, a big integral part of the show uh, i'm truly grateful for uh, i think i may even a little bit maybe more truly grateful uh for the friendship um you know the fact uh, we talk all the time and again this is where it gets funny with this uh so many people come on the show um but when it's not the show so many of these conversations are about life or just talking football as fans, not so much necessarily, you know, as trying to put out a podcast. Uh, It's been great to get close with Mark over the years, Uh, you know, and obviously know about his family, me to talk about my family, Uh, you know, Mark to talk about, you know, obviously what uh, him and his around the NFL family has gone through in the last few months. Uh, I appreciate the uh, kind words, Mark. And again, uh, you know, people like you, um, are part of the reason that this show has grown to the point it has. Um, it brought more credibility credibility to it. It brought uh, certainly more eyes and ears to it. Uh, can't thank you enough. And uh, looking forward to many, many more football conversations, Browns conversations, draft conversations as the years go on. As I mentioned, your first episode of Locked on Browns with me as host had dropped September 22nd. 2017. At the time, I had been out of podcasting for a while. Uh, It had been a long while. Uh, I did for a while, I did a lot, a lot of draft talk, a lot, a lot of draft shows. And then had to take a hiatus from it all. Uh, At the time, uh, Amory, my wife, her father was very, very ill. And it wasn't a question of getting better. It was a question of, you know, until you know, he was sadly going to leave us and it was, it it was a while and he put up a strong, strong battle, but my wife wanted to be by his side as much as she possibly could. So for, to dabble in, you know, something that I enjoyed and something that was maybe extracurricular just wasn't, you know, opportune at the time. Our daughters were younger then. They needed a ton of attention Um, and mom wasn't home a lot. She was taking care of her father. So I, you know, took the time that was needed uh, to give her the time that she needed. So, you know, I escaped from the game for a while. And uh, he had passed uh, in June of 2016. And about a year had gone by. I had dabbled. I did some guesting. And I wanted to get back in. I had a ton of friends hosting shows here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, They talked about how much they loved it. They loved the daily part of it. They loved the fact that it was, you know, 30 to 40 minute shows day in, day out. Uh, they talked about you know what David Locke's vision was for this you know network uh, that he is building, and so there were some shows that were open you know at the time you know I guess I was a struggling Jets fan, but I knew I wanted to do something different. I, I wanted something completely different if I was going to come back to podcasting, because I-, I wanted something that was totally going to you know wet my whistle, and it was going to be something unique and something that I was. For to succeed and to truly enjoy, I was going to have to challenge myself. And boy, did I ever. Uh, After an initial couple of conversations with David Locke and mentioning that the Cleveland Browns were open, um, and one of the reasons, and knowing that they were not good at the time, certainly um, not good at all, and everybody knows that, uh, certainly not casting a stone here that nobody's thrown before. They were not good. Uh, There was no way around it. Um, But David and I had felt with the fact that I had always been done so much NFL draft coverage. That was obviously going to be the key to building the Lockdown Browns podcast. And the only way you could really, you know, hopefully to see, you know, where this show could go would be obviously through the NFL draft, what the Cleveland Browns could do through the NFL draft to make this a solid organization, a solid team to the fact that where we could actually start talking about, you know, things as simple as winning a game, not winning seasons, not playoffs, certainly. That was not anything that was envisioned in 2017 when I took this over. Uh, there were the huge Jackson, Sashi Brown wars. Uh, there were was the fact that you know this team could not get out of its own way. Uh, you know, the drafting of a Deshaun Kaiser, hey, here's a nice guy. We think maybe has a little bit of potential, throwing him right into the fire and watching it blow up. Um, because the young man needed refinement, needed a stable environment to get an opportunity, which Cleveland was certainly not at that time. Um, getting to cover a player like Joe Thomas, although it was short and quick as, you know, Joe's uh, had the major injury. And then it decided and started, kind of morphed into that his run was fantastic, uh, but the body was no more, you know, able to to play at the level that Joe thought it was able to play and why hang on um, when there are other aspects of football that Joe was going to go on into and excel into. So it was great to, you know, get to cover a, you know, hall of fame player, although in a brief, you know, short instance that it was watching where the team went in 2018, you Baker Mayfield, Denzel Ward, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett accelerating as a player, you know, a team, you know, that Thursday night win over the New York jets where Cleveland, and the entire NFL world got to be introduced to the player, the lightning rod that Baker Mayfield is, you know, coming from behind, pulling out that wind, and pulling out that win. And oh my lord, the Cleveland Browns, after all this time in that stupid, stupid quarterback list, that's it. It's over. They have their guy. It is. It's Baker Mayfield. He's going to be that guy. So much promise through the 20. 20- 18 season watching this team, you know, win games, seven, seven wins. This team went from 0 and 17 to seven wins. Where are they going? What possibly could be the heights of this team? Then you get to 2019. And look, I was a proponent of hiring Freddie. I think at the time, I think a lot of us didn't want to see some outsider now look at the Cleveland Browns and say, well, if they're good, yeah, I'll go coach him when they wouldn't have taken a phone call from Jimmy Haslam or anybody who was the Browns general manager at the time prior to that. So it was kind of like, well, no, 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 no. Let's keep this in-house. And then seeing that you know Freddie was certainly not capable, was certainly not ready for the opportunity he was given. Uh, John Dorsey, you know, maybe too many gambles with the roster. A lot of players, a lot of wasted uh, you know, draft assets did not pan out. T- once again, going the Don- John Dorsey route of gambling on some players with some checkered pasts and kind of having that blow up in the face. But you saw good players. You saw Baker Mayfield. Uh, you saw Odell Beckham Jr., Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb, of course, Miles Garrett, and Denzel Ward on the defensive side of the ball. Then it all changed. And that's what we're going to get to in the third segment. We're going to talk about the 2020 season. Where the 2021 season can go, and again, thanks for all for everybody being along for this ride, not just then, not just now, but here in the future as we are can continue to finish up and can close it out here and talk some more great things on the 1,000th episode of Locked On Browns. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action as this is your chance to follow your teams as they prep for their run to the playoffs. Bet Online your online sports book experts. What's your favorite Bilt Bar flavor? Did you know that Bilt Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time flavor? When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they are definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, Double chocolate, salted caramel. So there's a little something for everyone. My favorite flavor is the mint brownie. Gives off a little bit of a Girl Scout cookie type of taste. Fantastic. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you should get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors, 18 bars in total. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Most of the bars have 17 grams of protein, Only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry or, of course, the mint brownie or whatever else you like. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code, all caps, LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Dot com. What's up? This is Nathan Zagur from the Cleveland Browns and just wanted to say huge congratulations to Jeff for 1,000 episodes of the Locked on Browns podcast. Browns fans, you are lucky, lucky to have this kind of dedication, this great content. So Jeff, congratulations, 1,000 episodes in the books. And here's to another 1,000 as you hopefully chronicle the Browns run to the Super Bowl. Congrats, bud. Keep up the good work. We've had a lot of fun to this point, Um, and we're going to get to a little bit more. Uh, I want to thank, uh, of course, Nathan Zagara for the kind words. Uh, Nathan's been a really great friend. And uh, for those who don't know, Nathan is fantastic with everybody who covers Cleveland Browns and produces content. Uh, He doesn't have to be. Obviously, his time is (laughs) very well spoken for, and he's a very, very busy man. Uh, he's always there. He throw out a DM. He's always there to to help answer questions. You know, behind the scenes, uh, certainly doesn't have to go to the extent he does. Um, I know I can speak for a lot of people here uh, who do Cleveland Browns coverage who feel the absolute same way. Um, so thank you, Nathan. It's always been great. Um, and one of my favorite things with uh, with Nathan is uh, our. It's our, our pregame DMs, uh, you know, whether it's a Sunday, whether it's a primetime game, uh, trying to pump each other up and you know, trying to talk about how you know important. Um, and this really came on even more during the 2020 season here as the team started to find success all around. Um, you saw Baker Mayfield and Coach Stefanski and obviously Andrew Barry taking over the, as the GM, uh, a strong 2020 draft class. Uh, putting such an emphasis on the offensive line. And we've talked about this over the past few weeks here, as some teams are not building this inside out. They're building it outside in, which isn't working. Uh, The Browns made and put an onus on the fact to build this offensive line, make it not good, make it great, make it superior. So the fact that the running game can succeed, the passing game can succeed under Coach Stefanski's tutelage and vision, and that is certainly what we saw in 2020. After a shaky 2019 season, everybody on the offensive side of the ball, their play picked up, their play improved uh, to turn out to be you know a great offense to watch, a fun offense to watch. Uh, two running backs are capable of you know making fantastic plays and making big plays at any given time. And the loss of Odell Beckham Jr. and thinking, wow, this could be pretty you know, catastrophic for this offense. And then old friend Rashard Higgins saying, "Nah, I'm here." Put me in, Coach. Bake, let's go. And the relationship those two gentlemen have together on a football field, uh, definitely they uh, work together to make the music. Jarvis Landry, and look, this has never been, you know, about the actual player that Jarvis Landry is. Integral player, integral part of all this, you know, through the past few years. Uh, Very fantastic, uh, successful player, tough as nails. Uh, Guy who plays, you know, who, you know, with a big heart and probably thinks his body is three times bigger than it actually is getting to see some of the kids and David, uh, David Njoku find his way back into an integral part uh, of this Browns offense, Harrison Bryant. Yes, there were some downs, but for the most part, he was you know, pretty. Important and impactful as a rookie tight end, Uh, bringing in Austin Hooper, who, you know, helps solidify that tight end room with some veteran experience. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones getting a taste of some success as this good-sized wide receiver with a lot of athleticism who came from a bad, bad situation in college where it didn't allow for him to improve much as a player um, to get his opportunities to, uh, you know, help this team. Uh, succeed, you know, and then going down the stretches, this team just got better and better in that final week 17 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers as Baker took that snap, rolled around to the right, got that first down, and the entire bench, Baker, everybody just went nuts knowing that your Cleveland Browns were going to play in an NFL playoff game. You kick it ahead one week. Oh, got to go to Pittsburgh. And we've talked about on the show for years that it's not a question of just getting a win here versus the Steelers. It's telling them that it's over. It's telling them that their time as Big Brother is over for snap of the game for Pittsburgh, over Big Ben's head. It's into the end zone. Nobody on Pittsburgh seems to give a crap about recovering it or at least pushing it out of the end zone for a safety. 7 nothing Browns. Bing, bang, bong. 28 nothing Cleveland Browns. They are destroying the Pittsburgh Steelers in their own home in a playoff game. Just a magical, magical Sunday night. I had zero voice after it. The amount of fists I threw in excitement on my right shoulder is still not correct to this day. You kick it ahead one week, going toe-to-toe with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, Patrick Mahomes missed, a lot. I missed the second half of the game. But having that opportunity there to possibly go to the AFC Championship and then watching Andy Reid go for it on fourth and short, Most of the point, because he didn't want to give the ball back to Baker Mayfield and this offense. He didn't want to. So he decided just to gamble and end the game where he did. And I think that was a real, real telling point of the future of this Cleveland Browns team. Now you look at where this team is at in 2021. An absolute massive effort by Andrew Berry and his front office to upgrade this defense. In the secondary, you brought in players. You signed two pass rushers that are either equal to or faster than the athletic freak that is Miles Garrett, Uh, trying to find the fact and explain now, as we see these moves they've done through the draft, where their vision is for this linebacker room. As we've heard fan after fan after fan say, well, they have no linebackers. What about the linebackers? What about the linebackers? It's the vision they have where it's not necessarily going to be called linebackers, they'll be called linebackers, but it's more of you know, getting hybrid players who aren't just linebacker specific, uh, bringing in a player like Anthony Schwartz, who is just this uberly fast guy. The one thing this offense is lacking a true scary Olympic track threat type of guy going into a 17-game regular season, most likely starting on September 12th, perhaps the 13th. We'll see the way it works out for the Browns. I'm very excited for this year. I'm very excited for everything that's gone on with this franchise. I've been here for almost four years now, and from where this franchise was when I took over to where this franchise currently is. And the fact that we actually are using Thoughts In words of, AFC Championship should be the standard. Super Bowl is more, and most certainly, a possibility for this franchise. These were punchlines. These were jokes we used years ago when I took this show over. Now, no. It's the reality. It's probably what's expected. It's what is capable of this franchise. And this is what it is when you put together a recipe of a great front office finding that right head coach and him finding the, the, the gentleman he can work and coach with, whether it's a Joe Woods, whether it's a Bill Callahan, and the effort these gentlemen have all done together to improve and grow your Cleveland Browns product. Folks, I cannot tell you how excited I have been to cover this first 1,000 episodes. I can tell you I'm probably 10 times more excited to maybe cover this next 1,000 episodes of Locked Browns and where this franchise can go and what it is now capable of. This has been the Locked Browns 1,000th episode. To all your listeners, this show was so small and it took so long to grow. And I still say the night this show got its first real sea legs was the post-game show. After the Jets, I'm sorry, the Jet win on Thursday night football, where the world got introduced to Baker Mayfield and it's picked up, you guys have always enjoyed our draft coverage and we've worked our butts off. And we tell you every year, you know, you may not like our draft content, you may not like us always, but you know the work that we will put in to put out our content. And we take a lot of pride in that. Uh, We're not here just slapping things together. And there's truly something different about a podcast that has to be done minimum five times a week. You have to challenge yourself. You have to go the extra mile to put out quality content, quality opinions, quality thoughts day in, day out for damn near 260 episodes a year. I cannot be more thankful. I know we are not always agreed with. I know I am not always agreed with and I understand, but I I, I cannot do this without giving my true feelings or my true opinion about what this franchise does or does not do. That's just the way it's going to be. I don't want to sugarcoat things. I'm not here to kiss anybody's butt. If it's a great move. It's great. If it's a bad move, it's bad. As we've said, and Pete Smith, who's a huge part of this, good things are good. Bad things are bad. You guys are going to feel one way. Sometimes I'm going to feel different. We don't always agree. And if we did always agree, I'm not sure so many people would tune in, subscribe, and download Lockdown Browns as they do. But I want to thank you all. None of this for the millionth time, and I try to say it almost every episode. None of this happens without any of you. This is why Locked On Browns is what it is. This is why I try to be so good to you guys as far as returning DMs, answering questions, uh, trying to spend as much time on social media as I can interacting with all you guys. You are the guys and gals, I should say. You guys are what this show is. It would not be here. It would not exist. Locked On Browns wouldn't exist. The Locked On Podcast Network would not exist without all you crazy fanatical sports fans. And I love every goddamn one of yous. Whether it is iTunes, whether it is Spotify, whether it is the brand new Odyssey app, or wherever you subscribe and listen to your podcasts. Make sure you are either following or subscribed to Locked On Browns. Make sure you're leaving those five-star ratings. Make sure you're leaving those written reviews. And as we always say, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB.